There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I remember going to the first All In back in 2018, which kind of sums up how important that event was. Even though I'm all the way over here in the United Kingdom, we got on a plane, we went to Chicago because we wanted to be a part of history. And my word, if only we had known what was gonna happen over the next five years, to the point we're about to get all in the sequel, and it's in Wembley Stadium, in front of 80,000 people. Oodalali. So let us get back in our time machine and go back to the first ever all in, because I am Simon from What Culture. Thank you for joining me. Please do subscribe. And yeah, here's 10 things you never knew about that pay-per-view. Number 10, only 12 current contracted talents worked all in. That's right, and back in 2018, I don't think anybody predicted where we would be in 2023. So if you wanna say, oh my gosh, one day, I don't know, uh, Taylor Swift is gonna be in All Elite Wrestling, well, you may as well start manifesting it now. 43 wrestlers did appear on All In, though, and the 12 that do remain are Scorpio Sky, MJF, Britt Baker, Madison Rain, Jeff Jarrett, Hangman Adam Page, Penelope Ford, Jay Lethal, Kenny Omega, The Lucha Brothers, The Young Bucks, and Bandito. Oh, technically 14 if you want to separate the tag team. And of course, it would be great if all of these individuals could turn up at the sequel. That's just not how wrestling works, sadly. I still think it's badass they're still there. Number nine, Adam Cole couldn't attend. Because of course he couldn't. In 2018, he was contracted to WWE. Now, oddly, this wasn't because Adam Cole wanted to pop up and perform on this show or anything like that. But of course, Britt Baker was in that women's four-way. Britt Baker is going out with Adam Cole, so it stands to reason they would want to do a couple things and support each other. Baker did confirm this recently in a 2023 tweet when she also said, isn't it funny, how Adam obviously was never going to be at that show show but now is about to headline the damn thing and look do not forget like six months ago whatever it felt like adam cole may have to retire this is the best turnaround ever and look in no world should this have happened because if cole had even gone and sat in the audience somebody would have put him on camera and all hell would have broken loose i don't know about you but we get enough of that in the day today Let's hope for some peace. Number eight, MJF's remarkable rise. So who was the first guy out of the entrance tunnel at All In? That's right, it was Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I would assume in many ways, this is why we are going to do MJF and Adam Cole taking on Aussie Open on the pre-show for All In 2. Because it's just like a little, (laughs) they're doing it again. They know. He's also going to main event the damn thing. So man, have we gone full circle here. You can't tell me otherwise anymore. This dude is a star. Maxwell also proved on this evening that he wasn't just a promo guy, which was a criticism that was thrown in his face. Because he went in there with Matt Cross. They had a flubbing good match. He has never looked back ever since then, and I tell you, more power to MJF. 
and he's still gonna get higher and higher. Number seven, Flip Gordon did what MGF is about to do. What? I'll tell you. Because, yeah, as we've already talked about, MJF is going to pull double duty at all in 2023. Well, guess who did the same back in 2018? It was Flippers Gordon. Because he used the over-the-budget battle royal to surprise everyone and go, oh, it's me, and throw Bully Ray out there, which then meant he was going to go on to have another match against Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Now, he didn't win that, but the truth is the truth. You have to imagine that once again that this is intentional because we're trying to, like, have a thread running between the two. And also there's more because number six, Flip kinda got MJF on the show. So this is where things will get a little bit nuts if you weren't following the story back in 2018. But yeah, WrestlePro in New Jersey did indeed have the match of Brandy Rhodes teaming up with Flip Gordon to take on Madison Rain and MJF, and whoever were the victors here would be postponed upon the honor of being booked on the all-in show. Brandy then very sadly got injured, which meant the business bear took her place. This is absolutely wild. And of course, if you were following BTE, you knew that Cody Rhodes hated Flip Gordon. So everybody was like, well, I bet the bear is Cody. It just made sense. This bear did just bail halfway through the match, though, which was when Brandy Rhodes went, I'm not actually injured. And she smashed MJF right in the balls. But the ref saw that. So they got disqualified, which means Maxwell did win. That's how he got to the pay-per-view. So you've seen how I've kind of tied this in, but not really. So does anybody else's brain hurt? Yes, mine does too. But again, this was very well done. And it's another reason why this show was so much fun. Because we had fun with it. Number five, Kenny Omega was announced really late. Because at the time, the best bout machine was smashing it in New Japan. So everyone was like, well, look, we need to wait until he gets back to the States. Because if we announce something and then he gets injured... Well, we're totally screwed. This meant it wasn't until the August 12th BTE when we went dun dun la, Kenny Omega will be on the 1st of September pay-per-view. And everybody started going, well, who the hell is he going to fight? Now, you will know more when you see this video because I'm not the future version of Simon Miller. But this version is actually going through the same thing right now because Dynamite is going down in but a few hours. We are 10 days away from the UK version. And yeah. We still don't know who Kenneth is facing. So once again, I don't think these things are coincidental. I think it's a little pat on the back for nerds like me. I feel appreciated. Number four, only one all-in 2018 match would be an AEW versus AEW match in 2023. Did that make sense? No. I don't think it did. Let me summarize, though. When we did find out that it was going to be Kenny Omega versus Penta at all in 2018, everybody lost their damn mind, including Omega on YouTube, who was like, I don't want to fight that hardcore guy from TNA. He's going to kill me. The reason he did react like this is because it was a massive dream match. Like, if you were into under-the-radar wrestlers, knowing you were going to get this on a massive show... Well, it made you feel warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. The thing is, if Tony Khan decided to do this again in 2023 at Wembley, people just shrug their shoulders and be like, well, that doesn't excite me anymore. I've seen the dream match. Give me something else. I think this is absolutely badass, though, because it just shows how far we've come and how many of these, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're going to get that fight, we've had since 2018. I mean, that is a positive, people. And it just goes to show, as wrestling fans... We are really spoiled. Number three, the very first all-in theme. In May 2018, as the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega and everybody else started teasing all-in, there was this one piece of music that would always play. And if you could believe it, do you know who wrote and performed that? That's right. It was the Young Bucks' dad, Papa Buck. I love it. It was a family affair. It also kind of tied into what AEW was going to be when it launched a year on from this, because everybody got a job. 
I remember seeing on that there internet people criticising that. No way, it's nice. For whatever reason though, come closer to the day and the day itself, all of a sudden Downstate had the official theme for All In. Well, this does make sense, because that band saw their niche in the wrestling market, and obviously they've done stuff with The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Cody Rhodes, Britt Baker. I mean, they have totally smashed it. Now, I did get a little bit funny because this was played all the time to the point you were like, stop it, stop it. But all wrestling promotions do this. I mean, why do you think Flo Rida is a wrestling meme? See WrestleMania. Number two, the real story behind Chris Jericho's appearance. All in 2018 was the very first North American show that Chris Jericho had worked in almost 20 years that wasn't promoted by one Vince McMahon. I mean, that's amazing. The fact he was a surprise as well was a massive coup because here you essentially had an indie show, that's what it was, and Chris Flopping Jericho was here. I mean, it was borderline hilarious. We all remember that he pretended to be Penta as well so he could attack Kenny Omega after their match. And here's the spin for you. Almost didn't happen. Yep. Speaking on his podcast, Jericho revealed that there was a last-minute snafu because, of course, he was going to wear Penta's gear, but the colours didn't match. So all of a sudden, everybody was running around saying, do you have a gold pen? Do you have some gold sticky tape? We've got to make this work. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but if you were going to do a swap angle where one penter takes the place of the other penter, well, he better look like the original penner. Chris also went out of his way to say the masked man was so cool about this because they were basically butchering a bunch of his wrestling gear and he didn't care. Obviously, they did sort this out. And also, don't forget that Jericho flew in from a Fozzie gig in order to be on this show. I mean, the whole thing is truly crazy. Number one, what Cody did after. Because, yeah, he was the brand new NWA champion. And then nobody really talks about it. And the match of the night with Nick Aldis was so damn good that when Rhodes did become the brand new title holder, the 12 pounds of gold felt like a legitimate title and one that we should be talking about more. I mean, I know it was legit back in the day, but in 2018, it needed to kick up the ass. As it turned out, we'd already built to a peak, though, because after 50 days, Cody dropped back to Nick, which was always the plan. And look, this reign was the shortest in a decade. I think we mostly just did this for All In. And the truth is, there wasn't actually much more we could do because these human beings were about to go in vastly different directions. We also didn't have one parent company in order to continue the program, so it petered out. But again, make sure you go back and watch that match at All In. It is really quite something. It's just a little bit of a shame because maybe in a different universe, that belt could now mean something. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. It's a different video for a different day. Now, of course, please get in the comments and call me an idiot, because that's what we do here on YouTube. Before you like the video, share the video and subscribe, and there'll be a video somewhere on the screen. If you click it, you will get more wrestling information. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me, as always. I appreciate you. we got a website, whatculture.com. We're on social media, because it is 2023. If you do see this before All In 2023, shouldn't have said the year again. That was idiotic. But make sure you do enjoy it. Wrestling there is entertain us. I will see you soon. And maybe outside flubbing Wembley Arena. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.